0: Like my Colorado a with my Colorado my Colorado
1: Welcome swag. in to the DNVR Buffs <laughs> podcast presented by the Colorado XOs. I'm Henry Chisholm and today we're talking about something that happened a couple of days ago and that was the second scrimmage of spring camp for the Colorado Buffaloes um this is gonna be a little bit shorter podcast uh but we're gonna run through everything everybody had to say about it and uh there's some good stuff in there some exciting stuff uh that's a plan again a little bit shorter podcast um there we go first though uh the colorado xos are a rugby team that you should be following they're doing some cool stuff out in glendale Um, they're basically taking athletes who have never played rugby before. Maybe they're like SEC football players or whatever. And now they're training to become professional rugby players. Uh, the idea is to use the rugby town national training center, which is the home of the U S national teams and also the Colorado XOs, uh, to kind of develop these guys into national, Caliber players um, and get them on those teams. Cool stuff. They've been winning games in their first season. You can follow along with DNVR Rugby on Twitter, DNVR Rugby at um, uh, the podcast as well, and also the written content at thednvr.com. All right. So, um, big takeaways from the scrimmage. Um, again, I wasn't out there because I had some other stuff going on, um, but we're doing the podcast as planned today. Starting with Carl Durrell, um, he started by saying, you know, we're very pleased with where we are at this point. That this was the hump week. We accomplished a lot. Um, and then he got a scrimmage. Didn't go as long as they wanted. It was about 50 to 60 plays, double the first scrimmage. Um, and he said he, he liked seeing that there was a lot of give and take between the offense and defense. He said the offense would make a play, defense would make a play. Um, and that's what you want to see when you're – Cheering for both teams, really. Um, He did say, though, the defense stepped up in the red zone. um, And that was kind of a a point of emphasis, um, which we'll get into a little bit more later. Um, But wrapped it up saying, you know, the team is getting better. We feel good about that. Um, And the next couple of weeks are going to be used to help the young guys kind of keep moving along and getting closer to ready to play. And then also used to get healthy. Um, and they're just looking for two more good weeks after what he said has been a very good spring camp getting into the defense, um, specifically the red zone defense. He said the defense was productive with the backs against the wall. They tightened up in the red zone. We're very, very excited about that. Um, and it's what we need our defense to be. Uh, it was nice to see them force the offense to take field goals instead of touchdowns. Uh, some good stuff there. Um, Said Alex Fontenot was very assertive. Um, he wasn't tippy toeing around. He was running hard. Um, and according to Carl Durrell, he looks like 2019 Alex Fontenot. Said he, he looks like he's back. Um, he's going to provide great value. Um, and then said, you know, the running back is a really good group. Uh, he said that this scrimmage was cleaner. Um, everybody was lining up properly. The offense got into a rhythm, um, you know, get out of the huddle and everybody in the right position. There's not a lot of corrections going on. And he like said, you know, we're still going to refine that and then we'll use the summer to get even closer. But again, very, very happy with where everything is. Uh, Jarek Broussard currently dealing with an ankle sprain. That's why he wasn't out there. Um, but sometime in, in week four, so we just wrapped up week three, um, he expects to see Jarek back. Um, basically said, like, it's it's not that big of a deal, but we don't need him to push through an injury in the spring. Makes sense to me. Um, then, kind of getting into a couple more of the, the highlights of the practice. J.T. Shroud. He, according to Carl Durrell, did not miss much. Um, He's put in the time to digest the information. You can tell that um, his comfort level is growing. You could see it on the field. He's more accurate. He's efficient with the football, and he showed good command of what he was doing today. Um, He was asked about a touchdown from Caleb Fourier. Uh, You may remember the Caleb, or the, not the Caleb name, although I guess you probably do, um, but the Fourier name. Christian Fourier back in the day was a stud for the buffs. And what Carl had to say was we're hoping he's on the road to being what his dad was here. Love to hear that. Um, went through the whole story you know the broken leg when he showed up on campus last fall couldn't really do anything um, but now that he's been able to play this spring he's making plays and his uh, uh, confidence is growing then he said remember what happened with Brendan Rice and his first touchdown you know talking about kind of the growth you saw the confidence that changed and he kind of started to feel like he belonged he thought that maybe Caleb Fourier's touchdown today was uh, you know maybe maybe a step in that process um Carl said he's going into the offseason knowing he can be a productive piece of the offense. Love to hear that. Uh, he's got great potential, great upside. That's obviously very high praise, uh, but that was kind of the theme. We heard high praise for a bunch of guys. Actually, for another tight end as well, one who I'm excited to talk about in a couple minutes. Um, he was asked about Drew Carter after that, and then he compared Drew Carter to, to Fourier in that, you know, now he's he's made some big throws. He's made some plays. And now he knows he can make plays. And, and it's not the same as knowing you can make plays in games. But knowing you can make plays in, in practice makes you more confident in practice. And eventually you get to the point where you're starting to build confidence in games. Uh, oh, he talked about Joe Davis. And I think the, the question was actually about Joe Davis's receiving skills. And Carl said, you know, those receiving skills, skills for Joe are big. Um, all of the backs are good at that. Most teams have plays where running back is kind of the third progression, the third read. Well, we have plays where the running back is the featured option. You know, he's the first option. That's who you're looking for. Um, And he said, the reason for that is we feel good about our backs in space. You saw things from Ashad today where he makes a guy miss and picks up 15 to 20 yards love to hear that. In space, it's hard to bring these backs down. Um, Joe is kind of an unsung hero. When Joe's on the field, he's usually a productive kid, dependable kid, and he plays that role really well. We feel we can be very productive with the guys that we have, and Joe is one of those guys too. So there you go. I, I think that that is really big. You know, Joe Davis, obviously a piece of the rotation last year, but you do wonder, you know, as a fourth running back, how can you justify game snaps? Well, Sounds like Carl Durrell has some plans. The passing game is going to be big. And it makes sense. I mean, again, you want to be able to or you want to throw the ball to your receivers. You want to throw the Brady Russell because you feel good about those players and their abilities and your quarterback's abilities likely to push the ball downfield. But the strength of the team, still in my mind, is the running backs. And I guess the offensive line running backs, maybe that's a wash. Um, actually actually, I don't think it is. I think, I think the running backs do win that, but, but offensive line second, the point is if those are the two things you're good at, you want to run the ball a lot. And if you can find more ways to get more of these running backs involved, you know, you, you can, you can find ways to get Jarek Broussard the ball other than just handing it to him, you know, throw it to him in the flat. And and once you start expanding things, all of a sudden you can justify more plays for running backs and get these guys on the field and keep them developing. I think we're gonna see some cool stuff this year. Um, then it ended with a question about Austin Smith, the tight end who committed no signed with Colorado last week. Um, here's the deal with Austin Smith. He, I, I, I'm not sure if he was a two-star or didn't have stars. Um, he, he had two division one offers other than Colorado. And those two offers were, I think, were they army and Navy, maybe air force one point is it was two service academies and the rest was FCS. And you look at that signing, especially this late and say, well, you know, we love stars. We, we love to, to get guys who Alabama wants and, I, again I've made it very clear that I think a lot of that stuff gets overhyped but the reaction to, to somebody like Austin Smith coming in you know from from fans from media isn't always like overwhelmingly positive Carl Durrell on Austin Smith he was overwhelmingly positive he had so many great things to say um we're gonna dig into those um it started actually with Dave Platy um the SID he, he was the one who asked him about him they mentioned you know he's six six five. 235 pounds, and last week, he ran an 11-flat, 100-meter dash. Uh, for those of you who aren't, like, big track fans, um, so Mark Perry and Dimitri Stanley are running the 100 with the track team. Well, Mark Perry won the first meet, and it was basically all of the schools in Colorado. Mark Perry won, and his time was 10-6-5. Dimitri Stanley finished second with uh, a 10.85. 5 So, you know the difference between Mark Perry and first, Dmitry Stanley and second? That's about the same as the difference between Dimitri Stanley and second and what Austin Smith would be um, at six foot five and two hundred and thirty five pounds. Um, here's here's what Carl Durrell said. He started by saying, We can't wait to get him here and then he started laughing. Um he said, "He reminds me of, of a guy I used to coach, you know, back in the day, my my first head coaching job back at UCLA, uh, a guy by the name of Mercedes Lewis." Um what a comp. For those who don't know, Mercedes Lewis is still in the NFL 15 years later. Um Here's what Carl Durrell had to say about that comparison. Um, He he talked about how Mercedes Lewis was a former basketball player and actually played at UCLA his first year um, and then realized that he was probably a football player. And according to Carl Carl Durrell, that's when he really took off. Um, And, you know, he can block. It was tough for anybody to to cover him because of just the, the combination of size and speed. You put somebody who can run with him on him, well, he's not going to be able to actually stop him from catching the ball because he's so big. You put somebody who's big enough to actually contest passes, well, he's just going to get burned. And that's kind of the trouble. On top of that, Mercedes Lewis can block. Um, and, and again, that's, uh, that's the combination you need to stick in the NFL for as long as he has. And the blocking ability is kind of what's carried him the, the last few years as he has lost some of the athleticism. Just a very good, well-rounded tight end who had some dominant seasons. Um, Going from that though um Carl said this guy's that kind of potential uh, we feel like we found a gem here um, and then uh, according to Dave Platy, he dropped forty in his first basketball game and then stopped playing so that he could focus on football so hey, maybe there's a little similarity there too um that's that's some fun stuff uh there's there there aren't a lot of things that make me happier than seeing a guy who doesn't get any recruiting stars, just go and torch everybody. And the fact that Carl Durrell is, you know, he's not out here saying like, oh yeah, he he has he has some good skills. We're excited to uh, kind of see what he's got once he gets on campus, and and maybe we can turn him into a productive player for us. No, he reminds me of Mercedes Lewis. We you know, we feel like we found a gem. That that's just some. Uh, one more reason to get excited, and if Carl Durrell really does call his shot here, and and Austin Smith winds up being one of the great CU tight ends, that be this is this is a this would be a nice start, you know, having that called from the very beginning. Um, we're gonna take a quick break. Also heard from Ray Robinson. Um, heard from uh, J T. Shrout, who had a good day. Uh, there's some good stuff in there, so stay tuned for just. A couple more seconds and we'll get into this. First of all, uh, if you are not a DMVR member, there's a bunch of cool perks. Uh, You get to read the things I write and everybody else writes. You get to uh, get a big beer for the size of a small beer at the DMVR bar. Access to, uh, first of all, a bunch of stuff beyond the paywall. Also, a members-only Discord server, the DMVR lounge where we hang out, talk buffs, talk about all sorts of different stuff. Um, It's really cool. Plus, if you sign up right now, there's an awesome deal. You can... Uh, get with an annual membership or anything that's more than a year, you get a free shirt and you also get a Recover Holistic stick from Holistic Wellness. Um, what's that you may be asking? Well, Holistic Wellness is basically a CBD company. They make all sorts of products with CBD and the the stick that we are sending you, it is 10 milligrams of CBD and you stir it around in your drink and then you drink it, and there you go. That's that's the whole process. It's super easy. They're, they're amazing. There's no mess. Um, and if you're interested in some of the other products, you can go to holisticwellness.com, H-O-L-I-S-T-I-K, wellness.com. And better yet, you can actually use the code dnvr 30 at holisticwellness.com and get 30% off your first purchase. Uh, if you just want to get a taste first, then of course, get that annual membership, check it out, and then figure things out from there um also we brought you damn good beef and no we didn't i this is back-to-back times and what happens is i haven't like gotten to that read i just know what i'm supposed to say at the start um we brought you damn good beer and now we're delivering to you damn good beef hassle cow company is the absolute best source of farm to table wagyu beef in the country Uh, i've told you all about it they've got the uh the New York Strip uh, smoked sausage, beef bacon, wagyu frank with any fillers, two jerky flavors, original and sweet and spicy. They ship all over the United States. They ship straight to your door. Or if you want to uh, come down to the DMVR bar and check it out yourself, we now serve Hassle Cattle Company hamburgers. Um, you get to like come in, pick your toppings, all that kind of stuff. But the burger is the best Wagyu beef that you are going to be able to find. It's really good stuff. Their hamburger actually one Food Network's Northeast Burger Jam. Um, if you guys want to check out these products, go to HassleCattleCompany.com, H-A-S-S-E-L-L-CattleCompany.com. Use the promo code DMVR10 for 10% off your uh, order. That's DMVR10 for 10% off any orders over $200, and you'll get free shipping. Check them out. You will not be disappointed. Masvidal and Usman put on a show the last time they stepped into the octagon, and round two is sure to pack a punch. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official betting partner of UFC, is putting you in the center of this weekend's title fight with 26-1 to 1 odds on either title contender to reign victorious. Uh, you can pick either of the main event fighters, Masvidal or Usman, and uh, if they win during this weekend's UFC 261 title fight, then DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 26 to 1 odds. You just have to bet $5 on either fighter to win. And if they walk out with a belt, you cash $130 in free bets. Uh, Seriously, no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than putting your money where your mouth is. Uh, But if MMA isn't for you, DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on basketball, hockey, the NFL draft, all sorts of different stuff. So check that out as well. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Uh, So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code DMVR when you sign up and turn $5 into $130 in free bets if the title contender of your choice wins. Uh, Place your bet and watch the fish fly this weekend. That's code DMVR to turn $5 into $130 in free bets if the fighter of your choosing takes home the crown. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Um, let's jump in with J.T. Shrout. You know, first question was, uh, why Colorado? And you said a couple things. The, the most notable to me. It was a good opportunity to come in and compete right away. And obviously, like, he's right. He's a part of an open competition. Um, Just, you know, no surprise, but it is notable. Um, He said that Brendan and Sam have kind of taken him under his wing. They've been really helpful, um, helping with, you know, the alignments, the, the terminology, all that kind of stuff. Whenever he has a question, he can go to them, and they've had good stuff for him. Um he says that uh, he he feels like his experience has been very valuable to him. You know, he he talked about being back at Tennessee and playing some of the very best teams in the conference and he said that, you know, it's really tough to get big game experience and it's kind of impossible to compare with anything else and he feels like he has that and it, and it helps him. Um Asked about the offense, he said they ran the ball really well last year. The O-line was great and has been great this spring. Um, there, there have been some injuries going on, but he's really, really happy with that offensive line. Um, he also said that he's pleased with the guys on the perimeter as well. Um, and Also, there's a good sound backfield, which a little bit of an understatement, uh, but he seems happy with his offense. Um he said that uh, the defense won the first scrimmage, um, but today he felt like the offense kind of bounced back. He said the offensive line did a good job dominating the line of scrimmage in the pass game and the run game, uh, and they scored a couple touchdowns. Um, one of those touchdowns, by the way, was from Montana Lamonius Craig. Uh, the other we talked about was Caleb Fourier. Um, a Montana... Uh, He said that he actually knew him in high school. They played some seven-on-seven together. Uh, He's a hard worker. He really cares. He really wants this, and he's going to be a special player here soon. Um, In terms of what's changed, he said it's the route running. The the minor details that he's paying attention to have really helped him. He's working his butt off, and it's showing. Um, Noted that he has three years to play three. Um, That's kind of like a complicated thing. That's kind of crazy to think about, though. JT Shroud could win the quarterback competition and be the quarterback through the 2023 season. There's some longevity there. Um uh finally said that uh his dad told him so so he wore 12 at Tennessee. Obviously, Brendan Lewis is wearing 12 now. Um, trying to figure out what number to wear. His dad said, you know, that's Broncos country out there. Elway wore number seven. Why don't you wear number seven? And so the team said, you know, yeah, number seven's available. So we took it. There's a nice little story. There's a nice story. Um... Ray Robinson, before we get out of here. So he played linebacker. So he played safety early on. He was switched to linebacker. He says just because um, there wasn't much depth at the position and they just needed somebody to fill that out, stuck there for a couple seasons, and now he's back at safety. He says that he's more comfortable at strong safety. Um, He gets rotated down a lot um, into – yeah, you know how that works. So – You got your free safety, you got your strong safety in a lot of coverages, especially a lot of the coverages the Buffs ran last year. um, They're single high coverages, which means there's just one safety back there instead of two. Um, So whether that's cover one, which means there's five guys in man coverage, there's one guy, your free safety, who's playing deep, usually the free safety, um, just playing that zone and covering up whatever he wants to, kind of roaming around out there. And then obviously you, you rush four, and then there's one spare, usually linebacker, um, could be a safety too. It could be Ray Robinson who, you know, you could, you could send him at the quarterback too. You could have, have him playing underneath zone. You could have him spy the quarterback, all sorts of things you could do. Um, wow, this took a long cover three, same thing where it's like outside cornerbacks drop back. One of your safeties sticks back in the middle. But when you're in those coverages where you have one guy in the middle instead of two, um, you rotate the other safety down. Um, and the strong safety is usually the guy that rotates down the strong side of the field. And he says because he gets rotated down into the box so much, he feels a lot more comfortable now because he's been playing linebacker. Um, and he says like it was, it was the transition back to safety, you know, it was a, a little rough at times. But at this point, he feels comfortable. It feels smooth back there. And he does think that that experience really did help him. Um, and he he says in particular, after playing linebacker and going in, and you know, he's getting blocked on every play by linebackers. Now he's getting blocked by tight ends and receivers, and he feels like he can be more physical with them instead of, you know, kind of taking a beating. So uh, there's uh, some stuff on that. Um, He said, you know, it's his first time feeling really confident when he's out there with the first teamers. He's had, like, reps with the first team in the past, but I guess this is the time where he feels like he kind of belongs out there. Um, He said that... Since he hasn't seen the field much, obviously, since he's been on campus, he's played a lot of special teams, and he says, you know, it's a humbling experience, um, kind of playing special teams, waiting his turn to get an opportunity, but it is really valuable, because he got to go out there, get used to the speed, get used to the physicality, and he said he's grateful for that experience, Um, and, and now he can kind of put some of that to use at strong safety. Um, one more note from him. He said, I think the question was basically like, what, wh- what, what works for you guys? Like, why are you guys clicking back there? And he said the secondary communicates well, um, the corners, the safeties, the nickel, we're all confident that if we communicate, we're not letting them into the end zone. Love that. Especially after hearing that there were communication breakdowns, um, more so two years ago, but s- we heard some of that last year as well. Um, it's not hard. You just have to tell everybody what you're doing. And the thing is, if everybody says, "Here's what we're doing," you're all on the same page, whether it's the what's called or not. If you guys are the guys in coverage, you can you'll make it work. Um, it's just if somebody's doing something completely different than the other guys and leaving a massive hole somewhere, or leaving somebody wide open. Um, good to hear. Good to hear. Um, and that's gonna do it today or for today. Uh, I'll be back uh, Monday night actually uh to talk with you guys after we hear from Carl Durrell uh Daniel Arias and Mark Perry Mark Perry's the third one so that's going to be a good time and we will check in again then
0: I think I like my Colorado swag. cuz when no minute play I don't really I don't really know just how to act and when no minute go you know I'm acting bad get a bus with my Colorado swag, my Colorado swag, my Colorado swag. I think they like, I think they like my Colorado swag, my Colorado swag, my Colorado swag. My Colorado swag. Might not swear, I think they like my Colorado swag, my Colorado swag. Yeah. It's pushing 180, pad competence competition. See you later, baby. baby. Colorado on me, with soldiers like the Navy yeah. and borders where we stationed, patiently awaiting. Whoa. When I hit the so hard to behave yeah. I'm Colorado swagging at the crowd Do the wave Look into my eyes I can tell that you're afraid uh-huh. Cause you know we finna Get hit ya Hit, ya, hit, ya, hit ya. Ya. Hey. Hey. You on your own now Why you watching the official yeah. You just better hope you make it to the next whistle <laughs> And we you're playing with ya you, you can I think they like my Colorado swag, cause when I'm in it play, I don't really, I don't really know just how to act. And when I'm in it go, you know I'm acting bad. Holly get a bus with my my Colorado swag. My Colorado swag, my Colorado swag. I think they like, I think they like my Colorado swag. My Colorado swag. my Colorado sway, my Colorado sway, my Colorado swag. I think they like, I think they like my Colorado sway, my Colorado sway, my Colorado sway. Man, I swear, I think.